0: Do you want to be free and fearless? Of course you do. This is a podcast for ambitious women who want to stop settling and start growing. I'm your host, Lydia, a blogger, course creator and business owner, and I'm here to help you build a badass blogging business, create unlimited freedom and income, and be bold and unapologetic. Join me for weekly episodes on anything related to business and blogging, life design and financial independence, and personal growth and mindset. So let's push through our fears, align to our vision, and be the boss. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Free and Fearless podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that I see way too often. It's about people who in their first year in business, or second or third, who aren't at the level they want to be, even if they have a regular income online. They do the work, they often hustle more than those with a profitable business actually, and yet nothing seems to work. There are different factors at play, but most of them fall into one category. These people run their business with an employee mindset. And this is dangerous because it means you'll never really reach your potential What you create won't be sustainable, and you won't really be able to enjoy the unlimited freedom and income that self-employment can give you. So in this episode, I want to cover a few ways in which I see business owners are still operating as an employee, even if they are actually the boss. I will also drop a few mindset shifts you can make to start thinking and acting like a CEO and some tips on how to fully step into your business so you can go full-time or increase your revenue. We'll just see more of its potential. Let's begin. Number one, managing your newly earned time freedom. The first thing I noticed that is really typical for the employee mindset is that new business owners don't know what to do with all these hours they have in their day. So let's say you've just quit your job and went full time in your business. There is no one telling you when to start work, how many hours to do it and what to work on. You take all the decisions and have all the responsibility. And that can be mentally and physically exhausting. One of the biggest perks of being self-employed is reclaiming your time. You now have time freedom. What are you going to do with it? This is the moment many people realize they don't like that much freedom. Some say their mental health suffers after a few months or a year of working for themselves and from home. And even after they find hobbies, have their social life, travel and do anything they feel like, something is just missing. But business isn't for everyone and doing this for one year is a good experiment to tell whether or not you want to continue. Many people give up because they don't see any money coming in. But many others also simply realize working for someone else was easier. You need to want to be in business bad enough. It's a more isolated life, definitely. It allows you to live anywhere but even that freedom isn't something anyone can enjoy. What can you do if you want to grow your business? as serious about entrepreneurship but miss how organized things were at a day job. Well, for a start, I believe that the 8-hour work day when you're in an office and working for someone else is not beneficial to you in any way. It doesn't make you productive, it's not made for you as every person has energy and focus at different times of the day and under different conditions. And it's mentally draining as it takes your best hours of the day away most of the work you get done isn't that quality, you're distracting yourself from what you could be doing if you owned your time. When you're self-employed and there is no office to go to and no fixed hour to start, it's time to revisit anything you believe to be true up until that moment. Accept that this will be your new reality. You have full control over your day and it's time to find the most effective way to spend it. Test everything you feel like. It could be working in the evenings or from cafes. It could be sleeping in or waking up early but going to the gym first, having a walk and only opening your laptop after lunch. It could be working 3 or 4 days a week and living life to the fullest the rest of it. You can also structure your whole month or year around product launches, content creation or big things going on in your business. Then you can put in all the work for a period of time and then fully relax. Whatever works for you make sure it produces results and you really enjoy it. And please remember that you don't need to wake up early if you don't want to. You don't need to be working many hours per day if it's not necessary. And you don't need to be doing it five days a week only because the corporate world is structured this way. Number two, income growth isn't linear. Stop expecting your income to be the same every month or to grow by the same amount every quarter. It doesn't work that way. In fact, there is often absolutely no logic in how your revenue grows. Here are some examples I've seen. Someone was still at their regular job but created a great product, launched it strategically to a small email list, and hit a few thousand dollars. Their next launch was five figures. That meant they could leave their job so soon and be in business full-time. I've seen coaches go from 5k months to 20k months. That doesn't really happen as an employee, right? Right. Also, opportunities can come from anywhere in business as long as you're putting valuable content out there and building a name for yourself. So you never know when you get featured in a big publication or someone else's podcast and get new clients without any extra effort. These people can then give you amazing testimonials and refer people to you, which brings you more clients and sometimes more money than you know what to do with. Another encouraging example is that you might already have a few digital products, but you aren't good at selling them. Well, it takes one great business program to learn the ins and outs of launching, email marketing, and automating your business so that you can hit regular 10k months with the products you already had. None of this is possible at a regular job. But in business, every day you can wake up with your most brilliant and profitable idea, you can monetize a product before you actually create a content, you can partner with some awesome people, you can get viral on social media and fill your coaching spots and so much more. And this is the mindset I want you to have every day as a business owner. Not to come from a lack mentality but from a place of abundance because the possibilities really are endless and most of the time you have no idea what your next big move or income boost in business will look like but you are getting there. Number three, Drop 95% of the activities you do. As an employee, it's okay to just make time pass faster by being on your phone, answering emails, talking to people, procrastinating, or just not being in a hurry with your task. But in business, this wouldn't make sense because you'll be going against yourself. All your free time can be spent doing stuff you love. And by the way, Business itself should be one of those things you are super passionate about and that's one of the main reasons why it doesn't feel like work. My point here is that when you actually sit down and do some work, you want to make sure you are only investing your precious creative energy and valuable time in the things that grow your audience, generate revenue, help you make repeat sales, automate and scale your business. Most of the time, that's only 5% of the things you are doing already. So what can you stop doing? What can you automate using tools? What can you leave for later and what can you delegate? Do some thinking now because these decisions only need to be made once, at least for this stage of your business, but can literally save you hundreds of hours per year, a lot of money and a lot of effort. Next, number four, learning is business. As an entrepreneur, you need to know that personal development, any form of mindset work and learning business are high-value activities. Whenever you do this, assuming you are learning from good sources and only implementing what resonates with you and helps you get results, you'll be growing at a much faster pace. That includes reading books and blogs, listening to podcasts, watching videos and trainings, investing in courses, getting a coach, making time for self-reflection and connecting with yourself. All this can speed up your journey. That's why I know it's okay that I'm spending most of my work days the last two months going through the content in a business program I recently invested in, outlining my next projects and steps, trying out different processes, and optimizing what I've already created. Another example is the book I'm reading now. It was released two months ago, came recommended by my mentors, and it's already a bestseller. If you're curious, it's called "A 100 Million Dollar Offers by Alex Hormozzi. I'll share more about it and some quotes from it in another episode but for now I just wanted to mention that I've been reading it, no actually studying it, every evening for the last 7 or 8 days, basically since the day I got it. And that was even though I was traveling and in the middle of an affiliate promotion. It was so interesting and so relevant to what I'm doing now that it became my priority. I set aside many hours to do the exercises in it. And I had my next big offer in mind when doing them, so that work will help me create something much better even though it's not what I'm releasing this or next month and there are other tasks on my calendar. As an employee, you can't just ditch everything and spend all day learning from a new course, but as a business owner, it's often the best thing you can do. This is an example of a growth mindset and anyone who's into personal development has one. You literally believe that you don't know much and you're open to new ideas and to learn new stuff from people smarter than you and who've already achieved what you're after. The opposite of that is called the fixed mindset, and it's what most employees have. They believe things are the way they are. They're good at certain things and bad at others. Their potential is predetermined, and they stick to what they know. If you notice any of these, make sure you go back to the growth mindset. Number five, following the rules versus making the rules. An employee is told what to do and as long as they stick to the agenda, they'll be fine. Those who don't see the results they want in business often try to play by someone else's rules. For example, they choose their niche based on what's popular. They try to build an audience on a platform that everyone else seems to be using. They follow trends in the industry. They price their products or services based on what the norm is. They post at a certain time and follow the best practices an algorithm decided. They don't sell too often because it might be too much, or they don't create a certain product because someone in their niche already has a really good one. Basically, all day, every day, they're following rules that someone else made, and that, to me, resembles the corporate world. It often takes people a few years in business to really open their eyes and see what's going on. That no one else but them can decide what's best for their audience, what platform to use, what rates to have what programs to release, how many emails to send during a launch and what to write in them. At some point, you develop the ability to tune into your intuition, the inner voice, that inner knowing, telling you what your next step should be. It might not make sense, it might be the opposite of the industry standard, but at the same time, it might double your income, make people love you, let you be your most authentic self and feel good about the work you do, and be an innovator, and later show people how to do the same. Number 6. If your work doesn't excite you, you're doing it wrong. An employee goes to work, or if they're working from home, starts the workday without even thinking about it. In fact, they can spend the whole day on autopilot without any excitement, just waiting for it to be over. This is because they aren't passionate, they aren't challenged, and most often they don't want to be. It's just what they're used to, and they do it every day. The actual life and the moment they truly engage their mind, body, and soul happens after work and in the weekend. Here's how things look like for the self-employed. You can't wait to open your laptop and get to work. You fall asleep thinking about your latest business idea. That's what I just did last night, actually. You're always researching something, looking to optimize, create content, learn from others, connect with people in your niche, attend events, grow your audience, improve your brand and so much more. You literally can never get enough of it. There's always a next level to reach. The thought that your next launch can be your most profitable one and at any moment you can have your biggest revenue month should put a smile on your face. But if you're currently stressed out, overwhelmed, not looking forward to working on your business every day, avoid thinking about it, then something is wrong. Maybe you're focusing on what you haven't achieved yet. Maybe you're working on things that aren't moving the needle forward. Maybe you've lost inspiration due to other factors in your life. My advice is to do something about it so you can bring the spark back. Because this spark is your unique energy and the passion you have for the work you do. And that's an ingredient necessary to create content that solves problems, products that change lives, and a brand that is unique. And with that, I'll finish the episode. This was such an important topic and I'm so glad I covered it. Please tell me what your biggest breakthrough was and what you think about all that. Share the episode on Instagram and tag me at Let's Read Success. And if you feel stuck in business, are afraid to sell, don't promote your offers enough or don't even create a product because you don't believe it's good enough. If you feel down during a launch want to give up on a weekly basis because you don't see results and don't have processes and systems to rely on and if you change direction too often, I can help. These are the exact aspects of your business you need to master so you can create something profitable, valuable and sustainable. Most of the time, you need to be bold to actually get over the resistance, fear and self-doubt and just do the thing. That's what I help you with in Bold Business School. Thanks to the program, you'll start an email list, create a mini product and make it part of your sales funnel, then create your signature program, the product that will bring 80% of your revenue. You'll build a bold sales page for it. You'll turn all this into an irresistible offer and sell it with confidence. You'll launch it and stay high vibe during the whole promotion. You'll then automate this process so you can make repeat sales without any extra work. Bold Business School is a 12-month program to creating a digital product business set up for unlimited profit and freedom and it goes together with a lot of trainings, bonuses and accountability in the form of a private community for entrepreneurs. I'll be releasing it next year, but if you want to be the first one to know when it's out and have the chance to become one of the founding members, join the waitlist. Go to letsreadsuccess.com slash waitlist and sign up. This is going to be my biggest and best business program and I'm so excited about the transformation it's going to provide to anyone who joins. Again, that's letsreadsuccess.com slash waitlist. The link is also in the show notes. That's it for today. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.